Hello, I'm Ben Decker, author of Practical Meditation for Beginners. Welcome to Mental Health Awareness Radio, where I speak candidly with professionals, entrepreneurs, and everyday people about how they cultivate mental wellness to help you collect strategies and develop habits to set yourself up for success in your health, relationships, and career. My guest today is Chris Pan, the founder of My Intent Bracelets and My Intent Lab, a free online community and learning resource. In this episode, we discuss the power of intention, accessibility, and making the world a better place. This and every episode was first recorded on Instagram Live and remains in its original, unedited format. Let's begin. Um, I'm very excited to be continuing with this Mental Health Awareness Month series. And uh, today's guest is Chris Pan. And so we'll wait a moment for Chris to show up and I'll link him in. Uh, Chris is an entrepreneur. He's a great friend of mine and he is one of the sweetest people you'll, you'll ever meet. He's the creator of My Intent. And um, I believe he's going to be joining us from the My Intent page. So let's see. Let me bring him on. Thank you guys for coming. Hello. hello. Hi, happy uh happy Sunday. Yeah, happy May 3rd. I like your Christmas tree there in the background. Oh, that was so nice. You've got a great setup over there. Brand new. I just I just did it like this afternoon. Oh yeah, so how on earth could you possibly not play with it when you when you're doing a live? Yeah, not not the um, Christmas lights. That's been up since uh, October, but the uh, this podcasting live guitar music setup. Yeah, that yeah. guitar is totally tuning in. It sounds great. It's totally coming in. Totally coming through. <laughs> Fun. So yeah, we could do so, we could do sing-alongs. We could do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, one of the things you and I recently did together was um, we sang uh, that song. I think right at the yeah, Love Storm. Yeah, Correct. in front of yeah. city in front of city city council city hall Los city Angeles hall. city hall. That was so cool. Putting the energy out there. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah. Okay, so first I want to hear about the Christmas decorations. Okay. The <laughs> initial answer is I was too lazy to take it down. But then I thought why not have it up to remind us that Christmas, the spirit of Christmas can be with us all the time, which is actually so appropriate given your book. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's so appropriate given my book and um, honestly, it, I love when you can put a, a positive psychological spin on laziness, like being... <laughs> <laughs> so that totally works. And I mean, for me, that's great. I love Christmas and, um, and you know, the, the, the pine tree, the, the Christmas tree is symbolic of the, of the spine and the the star or the angel at the top is the illuminated uh, crown chakra, and the and it's a pine tree traditionally, uh, in reference to the pineal gland. You know, um, wow. So it actually has some really deep, beautiful meaning. It's a great reminder, a great thing to have up. So beautiful. I'm for it. <laughs> I I uh, I'm too lazy to take it down, but it it just feels <laughs> nice when you walk in the house. It's always Christmas. There's always presents to be had, and you know. 
I love that. Yeah. And so, okay, so let's talk a little bit about it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you're doing something, you have a couple of cool things going on. First of all, uh, you are the creator of my intent. Um, and I'd love for you to tell us a little bit, talk a little bit about my intent. Um, and then the, the next thing is you are doing more than most uh, to support public mental health. Um, you know, and so I, w- I would love to hear about those two things. So tell us about my intent, where it came from and what it is. Uh, my intent came from when I was at a retreat center called the Hoffman process. It was seven days of deep inner work about 15, 16 hours a day. So they call it a year of therapy in uh, a week, which I'm all for that kind of, you know, I just want to get it done. Right. Very I don't want to have to go wait. I don't, I'm a little impatient <laughs> as many of us are. So I did that. And on the uh, second to last day, I think it was January 11th, uh, 2013, I just had this realization that um, the world needs this type of experience, this type of inner work. Uh, Most people don't have $5,000 in a week of time, which is what it costs to do a full session there. And I thought if I could create something that would be like a microdose version of that or like an appetizer version of that, just a little something, then um, that would be really cool. So that was the intention. Eight months later, somebody, um, a friend uh, named Ingrid taught me how to make bracelets. And then I moved to LA because someone, um, this pastor uh, named Jason Ma, he uh, said, you need to move to LA and help people. He said, I love Jason Ma. Oh, you know him? Yeah. 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 What a a guy, right? (laughs) Yeah. What a guy. Cool. I had no clue that you were like linked in with Jason Ma. He's great. I I literally met him on a Sunday and then he came over on a Tuesday to have lunch with me. And then he told me, uh, I was about to buy a house in San Francisco. He said, no, 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 you need to move to LA and help people in LA. So I started exploring that idea moved down here the summer of uh, 2013, started hosting events at a house that I nicknamed Spirit Lab because I wanted it to be a place where we could practice uh, uplifting our spirit in kind of very simple, easily accessible ways like singing, dancing, meditating, yoga, like nothing you know, out of the ordinary really. Um, but the intention was very clear that we would do these things with the idea that it would help us feel better, you know, natural highs. And we'd also make bracelets and we'd ask each other, you know, what's your word? And it turned out that the um, really unique part there was the asking of each other of their word. That conversational piece was really unique um, in our society where we tend to do a lot of small talk. And then we'd make each other a bracelet, which with so many distractions that we all have, we forget. I mean, I remember a yoga, a very experienced yoga teacher wanted the word breathe. And I was like, really? Like, you need a reminder of that? She's like, yeah, actually I do. <laughs> so yeah. who am I to judge? Right. But um, that just kind of taught me that even though we all know something, we don't necessarily practice it. Right, right. And that's where the rubber meets the road is really like putting it into practice. You know, it's like it's one thing to really know it. It's another thing to actually demonstrate it through behavior. And then it's even another thing to demonstrate it behaviorally so in such a way that it, it manifests as a habit. It becomes a way of life. Um, and I, so that's I would say, yeah. I mean, I would say if you, if you want to, you know, be in good shape, you know, just because you ran a lot a year ago doesn't mean you're in good shape today, unless you're constantly doing it. And I think that's, you know, I think there's no shortage of knowledge in the world. There's a shortage of practice. Yes, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, for me, and I relate to that in my work um, where I was, I just like you, I, I had had a series of really advanced, uh, personal awakening experiences. Um, And then what I wanted to do is sort of offer 
like I like what you said uh, about my intent being an appetizer or a microdose. Uh, that's what I wanted too. I wanted to create a microdose, um, and that's what I did with <laughs> with my book, Practical Meditation for Beginners. Is I I wasn't trying to um, teach something I didn't know uh, or bring someone through the experience that I went through because more advanced people and more advanced beings took me through through that. But what I was sort of qualified to do was this was the microdose, you know, was the appetizer. It's all about making it accessible. Yeah. There's, you know, people are busy and they don't necessarily have the, the week of time or the money or, you know, whatnot. But, right. Or, or, or in your case, I mean, there could be people that have preconceived notions. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And that's what I loved about what you, what you've done is you keep it really, really simple. Um, the, the question is, what's your word? And, and the elaboration on that is, what is your intention? What are you intending? Um, and then, so, so then the, the custom bracelets are made and now there's necklaces as well. Um, but the custom product is made and it has an, has one word on it or one, sometimes two, yeah, maybe. Let me get maybe one so people can words. see it. People may not have seen it, but you know, yeah. actually I'll, I'll bring you to the tree. This is actually pretty fun. Um, I'm going to, well, let's see if I can get, keep the mic on too. Oh, do you have them um, on, on the tree like ornaments? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Hang on. Hang on. Let me just, I have to, uh, let me just see if I can. And so anyone who's joining, feel free to ask questions. Oh, love it. Okay, great. So that's what it is. Legacy. Ooh, that's a good word. What is that? Purpose. Wow. Yeah, these are good words. What's that one say? I can't see that one. What does that say? Focus. Oh, yeah, those are good, man. Mindfulness. That one probably took forever to hammer. <laughs> Long word. Love it. Love that you're love that you've got this safe. Yeah, that's really good. These are all really, really good things. That's what I love about it is that they're, they're these little reminders or it's a token. Um, and, uh, and so, so the value of having that is the is the reminders like to wear it when you move through your day. Um, you're reminded of that of that decision that you made and, and something that you've shared before, I think is really special. Uh, I know that we talked in one of our recent meetings about taking something and putting it down. You said that you had a you had a teacher um, that that was like, if I'm talking, you are writing it down. <laughs> you yeah. Know? If I'm talking, you're taking notes. You're writing it down. It's going through you and into that paper from that pen. You know. Um, and then I remember when uh, we were at an event, you actually were hammering. Well, your company was hammering bracelets at at an event that I was hosting at the Den before the den opened and um i remember uh, that was my first introduction to my intent and um and i remember you you explaining it to me and you were saying it's taking something from an idea and putting an imprint into the physical world yeah i loved how you described that I, I had i had someone um actually at the hospital where uh one of the patients gifted one to the first lady and so the director of the hospital, um, I forget her exact title, but basically she, because a lot of the, uh, the patients there, the kids, uh, it's at the National Institute of Health, they're there for a long time because they're doing a long-term treatment. So they need activities, meaningful activities for these kids. And they actually bought my intent kits to do with the kids. And she said, what's beautiful about this is you're taking something intangible and making it tangible. Yeah. 
like courage is such an intangible thing, but when you see it on your wrist or around your neck, it becomes more you know, present for you. Yeah, it's still a symbol. It's still just a word, but it's an activation. It's like, it's, it does, it's not a word that just exists in our mind. It's now something that can be worn and carried um, out with us. So and, that's and, really, really and, cool. And you're um, obviously very involved with Marianne Williamson, who um, got a lot of inspiration from A Course in Miracles, right? And I right. remember the, I've only read one page of that book. <laughs> but the first page, I remember it said something to the effect of, you know, this is um, a required course. The only yeah. choice is when you take it. Mm-hmm. And I remember in one of my um, medicine journeys that it dawned upon me that each word on this tree is a lesson. Yes. We just, we are going to get to learn all these different lessons. It's, it's like a, you know, but you get to pick when you want to learn about strength and you might revisit that lesson or hope yeah. or faith or letting go, surrender. These are all just lessons of life. They're actually, right. and if you distill some of the unique words we get, they also just boil down to probably, I, I haven't figured out how many, and that's something I uh, will do soon is just build a, almost like a Wikipedia of these words. And, you know, you can imagine like myintent.org slash hope, and then we'll put the best of things all collected there. So if someone wants to learn about hope, there's all the resources they want. I love they that. Yeah, I love that. And I love the way that you think you're so visionary in the way you in the way that you think. And, and um, I, I know that um, you're really of generous spirit, generous of spirit with, um, with your energy and with your time with the resources that you that you've access to. Um, I want to just say send a shout out to everyone who's on. Hey, guys, uh, feel free to, to say something to ask Chris any questions. Um, and also, I'm seeing a couple people are typing words in. So feel free to type your word in. We've got optimism and focus in there. <laughs> so that's yeah, good. I any questions think you have, definitely. Yeah, I think the focus was actually because I couldn't read what was on the... <laughs> <laughs> but then optimism came in. So hey, yeah, like drop your word in. Thanks, Alexandra. And thanks, Maru and Ansley and everyone who's here with us. Um, so Chris, I want to hear... I want, I want... I already know about it. I could even talk about it myself. But I want to hear from you. I want to introduce to everyone what you are doing with um we got healing from donald maru is saying truth love it i want i want to i want to let people know about the hogwarts school that you're creating <laughs> that we're creating not me we <laughs> that we are creating yeah i want i want to i want first of all i love your approach to it so so guys check it out um hey arizu thanks for being here uh, Chris is so innovative, so unique. I've worked with a lot of different people. I've partnered with a ton of different people and I tend to kind of keep it, keep to myself. I tend to do a lot of things sort of behind the scenes. I kind of like do my thing and, um, I keep it really, really simple when I, when I go into partnerships with other people, you know, uh, cause I think relationship and connection and feeling good is more important than than anything else that we can end up doing. And a lot of times business and those kinds of partnerships can sort of harm relationships. So I, I tend to keep to myself in, in those kinds of ways. Um, but what I really loved about how Chris operates is, Chris, you are so collaborative. You're so creative. You're so genuinely open-minded. So you have this like actual expansive vision and you know, this is something that is like so advanced. And it's just sort of like how you operate. You know 
that you need to create leaders. It's not about you leading other people. You are creating possibility for other leaders to step in and um, expand and, and take out the, the message and the resources. So tell us about My Intent Lab. Tell us about the school we're creating. Um, how's this music, by the way? Can you hear the music? Is it good? <laughs> I love, nice. I love, I love a little ambient music um, to kind of just. Uh, so, seven years ago, when I uh, came down to LA, I had this idea that we would build, um, build a school, build a temple, build a church, uh, for the millennials or for for our generation of what we need, um, and that would be welcoming of people from every belief, every faith, every whatnot. And I think that's actually what Jesus would have wanted. Like, if you actually think about the true meaning of, like, what, like, Jesus wasn't Christian. Jesus was just Jesus, right? Yeah. And, um, and so I, in that spirit, I was like, I, I want something where all of us can come together and partake in activities that would ultimately um, make us better humans, you know, like, like Earth School. And I knew I needed to fund it with um, something that was sustainable. And I was really um, inspired by Tom's, you know, the one-for-one -one model. But I, I also realized this wasn't necessarily that, but I, I just wanted, I, I had this vision of um, a church and a gift shop. You know, if you go to like Lake Shrine, you know, there's a gift shop and there's a church and they take donations yeah. and whatnot. Um, and so I wanted to have a place where the gift shop would just pay for the church. That was the vision. <laughs> Right. And, and so yeah. people, I actually, one of the things I don't even like about going to church is, you know, when they pass around that donation plate and it's kind of that awkward moment and it's kind of inter it like interrupts right in the middle, you know, they always put it like kind of, or maybe at the end, but it just, you know, I'm just like, if we had a cool enough gift shop, if the gift shop was stuff that people actually wanted enough that the proceeds from the gift shop would actually pay for the services and we wouldn't have to have a donation five minutes or whatever, you know, and we could actually turn that into, and I've been really inspired by light Watkins, um, you know, with the shine. He does a thing called the shine on challenge where that time at the end is used to inspire people to go out into the world and give, you know, instead of kind of getting people to give to the church, it's just like, actually, no, just go out and give to the world, you know, but the gift shop would pay for it. I mean, of course, everything needs money. Right. So, yeah. So that was the vision with um, starting with the bracelets because it turns out that bracelets actually um, can have proceeds and the proceeds can actually pay for teachers. It can actually pay for all the, you know, the work that needs to be done. So, um, so that was the vision for the last seven years. And it, you know, it was really during um, the past couple of months, it became really clear that the world is ready for this and it really needs, um, you know, the instruction, the, the, the kind of teaching that you're giving and the kind of teaching that all of us, you know, on the, um, the all the instructors at the lab are giving and they're all super simple. Um, you know, and I, I love the fact that your book is like practical, you know, it's like a practical guide for meditation. Is that Practical meditation for beginners. Yes, exactly. Like when I saw that book title, I was like, yes, you definitely are the right person. Like there was no doubt, right? That book, um, Megan's book, um, you know, don't hate meditate. Like it's just, they're like literally like we're going, cause if you think about, it, there's a spectrum of people out there. There's like the haters to the people that are promoters. Right. And like, don't hate meditate. I mean, it's literally like going after the haters. You know, and, and there's a whole spectrum and, and beginners is like somewhere in that area too, right? It's the <laughs> beginners. Cause if you think about a mountain or you think about this Christmas tree, right? There's um, what I call like base camp, maybe halfway up the mountain. And that's where a lot of services like the Hoffman and other places are 
are playing like Tony Robbins, a lot of that. It's like for people that already are into the stuff, mm-hmm. but I saw a massive gap at the bottom of the mountain. Mm. there's so much cloud. Like I feel like what happened with Corona is it blew out the cloud. Cause I think for a lot of people, they were so distracted. They didn't even realize there was a mountain to climb. They were like watching sports all the time. They were partying they were just doing other stuff. And I feel like what Corona did was it blew the, um, just the fog out of the way. Right. It woke us up and it's starting to make us uncomfortable. Cause we're like, Oh shit, there's a huge mountain here. Like we can all see Mount Everest. And I think what spirit lab or what my intent lab, what we're building is the path, to get from the base of the mountain up like a little bit of the ways. Yeah. You know, and then people can go to like, cause I was talking to the Hoffman teachers and they were saying for them, it's um, a big adaptation where usually by the time they teach, the students have already done pre-work. They already know something's wrong and they're ready for change. That's like base camp. Right. But there's a huge awareness that happens between just daily life and base camp. And I think that's where we can step in. And as we've talked about, it's like a YMC on the front and a monastery on the back. You know, it's getting people that first leg up. And then if they want to go deeper, they'll, they'll do some private courses with you. They'll, you know, go get the book. They'll um, go do a retreat. You know, mm-hmm. that's not what we're offering. We're offering the 101 and then the 201, 301, 401 that we can send people. To There's a lot of in. places for that. Yeah. Tons. Uh, yeah. I, I love that bridging and I really relate to your vision. And I, and I think that's part of like what, what caused me to be so attracted to what you're doing. Um, is that there is this, and I think you just texted me. You were like, can you teach? Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, cool, I like this style. Uh, but yeah, I really felt um, really connected to that idea of accessibility. Arizu was saying, uh, so well said, uh, Corona blew the fog away. Thanks for paving the path. Yeah, definitely love her. She's amazing. You'll love her too. She might even be a great instructor um, if, you know, if, if she's available or whatever. I'll do an introduction there. She's an amazing Kundalini yoga instructor. And, um, but yeah, there's this, there's this um, commonality that you and I have where it's a reality. And I, I noticed it in subtle ways when you're, when you're talking. Um, when I was getting ready to write my book, all of my students were so disappointed in the title, Practical Meditation for Beginners. They were like, what? You could write something so much more mystical, so much more advanced, so much more esoteric. I think it should blah, 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 blah. And then that same sort of population w- responded in the same way that I wrote Meditations on Christ, a five minute guided journal for Christians. They were like, what, a, a Christian book? I don't get it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, do you know how many people there are on this planet that are not open to something? Yeah, I don't need to rewrite Esoterica. There's plenty, there's plenty. If you want to get some good Esoterica, I can't do better than Helena Blavatsky. I can't do better than Alice Bailey. I can't do better than the Bhagavad Gita. If you want to get esoteric, go read the King James version of the Bible. Go read the <laughs> Bhagavad Gita, you know, and go do yeah. like mystical interpretation of those texts and, you know, go do an ayahuasca ceremony somewhere. Um, we're, we, we have no shortage of that. But what, but what we do need is we need Walmart shoppers to know that meditation's for them too, yeah. you know? And we need Walmart shoppers to know that we don't have a judgment, that, we're, that we love them, that we want to be in with them, that we want to share with them. We want to learn from them and learn with them and go on the path together with them. Uh, something, and and that's, that's something that you said. You said um, there are, you said on a call and you said it no, so nonchalantly. You said, well, there are 30 million people without jobs right now. And it's like, that's how we have to think, really. If we want to leave an imprint, 
um, if we want to do something, it, we have to start to open our brains to creating those neural pathways that think on that level so that we can build ourselves up to it. Do we have 30 million followers? No, not yet. But you got to build to that place from here to there. It's not magic. It's manifesting. You know, and when you manifest something, it blossoms forth and it grows like in nature. And so I love that you're that you're thinking about all those people that um, so many people aren't thinking about. So many people want to charge five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars for their course, and they're not thinking about that's that's nice. And sometimes you have expenses, and sometimes that's the right thing to do. But they're not thinking about those people that can't even pay it's for just their groceries. Market. It's it's just the Skid Row market versus the you know, Beverly Hills market. Right. And, and right. I'm all for people that charge for all this. I'm totally for it because um, there's a market for that. But right now, yes, there's 30 million people who are going to have hard times paying rent. So they're definitely not paying for um, anything. Yeah. Not anything extra. On, on, on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And this um, would be considered extra to a lot of those people. Oh, for sure. Especially if they've never done it, like they need it, but if they've never done it and they're about to decide between food on the table or a meditation class, like that's a hard, you know, it's a hard sell. I actually had someone um, tell me uh, this week that she, um, this is part of the giving challenge because I helped pay her rent this month. And um, she said, you know, all these offers that are 30 day trials and then it converts to subscription, give her anxiety mm -hmm. because those things aren't really free. They're free to get you to convert. And um, the worst case is you love it. You love whatever, platform you used and then 30 days is up and it either automatically charges your credit card, which then you're really you know, stressed or um, you have to cancel, which you feel bad about yourself. And so one of the commitments here is all the classes at my intent are always going to be free. So you don't mm. have to worry about someone, you know, picking up or just, yeah, yeah it's just a non-issue. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, I, had you ever been to full circle in Venice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, several years ago, a friend of mine, um, brought me in and made me the spiritual director of full circle venice and so that's what our vision was there too was that we were going to have like a, a a religiously pluralistic church uh where for the new generation for people who could come together um and and live better and and develop community you know and um, i think it was a really beautiful experiment and it was extraordinary and wonderful but you know, there's only so long you can pay $30,000 a month rent and offer a bunch of free everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there is something very interesting. You definitely have overhead, but I think there is something definitely very interesting about um, uh, decentralizing uh, versus having like the real estate level of upkeep and overhead. Um, so, so that we can actually be offering things on different time zones. You also said something very important um, I, you think on a large level, and that's a really, really good thing because there are there are a lot of people here um, that 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 need help. You know, uh, we all need help. You know, it's not that it's not to talk down about on anyone. It's not it's not like that at all. It's just that we are all in this together. And something you said was fifty percent of the U.S. population, or roughly fifty percent, um, is on the East Coast time zone, Eastern Standard Time, um, and so just and I can just say just the fact that you said that and thought like that. Um, that's how I know that you're thinking about other people. Uh, you're thinking about reaching out to other people and figuring out how am I going to be able to support and serve? Um, how am I going to create something that's going to be able to be of service to 
the populace to a, to a larger population, you know, and that's important, especially right now where where politics has gotten just so gnarly. Um, and, you know, I can't say that it's ever not been gnarly, uh, but right now it's definitely gnarly. And, um, and, you know, we're, we're dealing with like a whole extreme spectrum of people who think that we shouldn't have any kind of public services and everything should be privatized and turned into a public service you know um and so what i'm really liking is seeing um just that you're sort of like creating a new way you're sort of like yeah. stepping up and doing a different thing where you're like this is a private thing but it's still totally available Here, here's here's my two cents on what you just said which um i had this insight the other day which is capitalism in and itself is not bad just as an example politics in itself like is not bad capitalism just means private ownership versus public ownership but we have to change the hearts of the people who are in charge or we have to have the right people. Cause, cause there are companies out there that are doing amazing things that do it with heart, you know? Um, but it all depends on the people in charge and also the people in the organization, right? Cause they can all have a say too. So it all depends on who, you know, if we do our jobs right and we can affect a lot of people and change or help them find their, and it's not even us doing the change. I think, I think of us as like, we're just like, I don't know, we're giving everyone a facelift, <laughs> you know, we're just popping the, the crap out, you know, we're just helping people get a facial for their mind and their hearts. And we're just removing everything that's not true. So that, because I think deep down inside, we all want to do something good. And, you know, if we don't right. do something good, it's because there's been trauma and there's been hurt. And if we help remove and heal all that, then um, people will do the right thing. And that's kind of the belief that, you know, I've been, or we've been so lucky to find people who've done the work. And so, you know, our Sherpa meetings, are, you know, we call them, they've been so fun, right? It's like such a magical group and, and there's more coming. And, and as we can then, you know, get more people to kind of join, you know, us in terms of the amount of inner work we've done, I think that will um, fundamentally change our world. And it doesn't have to change the systems, it's changing the people within the systems. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's how, um, you know, my new book is Christian based, like you, like you alluded to with your Christmas tree <laughs> and um, the, in, in within the context of Christianity, the idea is that Christ works from the inside out um, and, and the world works from the outside in. So, so I, I think that that is facilitating, uh, just like you said in a recent Sherpa meeting, uh, the difference between teaching and guiding um, it's facilitating. A lot of times I'll say meditation facilitator. Um, it's guiding, it's facilitating the natural awakening, um, the natural healing. And I like to look at it like um, a spectrum from like the, the, I think the old mind says you're either good or you're bad. There's a good, right. bad scale. And I like to look at it as everyone's good, but there's a mature, immature scale. So, so you're no longer a bad person because of the dysfunctional things that you're doing. It's just immature psychology. It's immature spiritual expression uh, that, that someone would be harmed, you know? And that's why, you know, we've talked a little bit about the work that I've done with, I think you came to an event about the work I had been doing, um, have been doing in prisons. Um, and that's sort of when my book came out, it evolved to something that I could do more, which is distribute the books to prisons instead of me go into the prisons to do the trainings which really was limiting um but now with with a guide you know you can you can distribute it dramatically and then they go through their own process 
you know, and it's sort of like trusting nature, trusting the spirit, trusting the spirit within themselves to like actually, if you, if you facilitate the conditions of a wound, if you, if you clean a wound and you just facilitate the conditions, the right conditions, it will heal itself, you know? And so I think that that's a really beautiful thing that you're doing with uh, my intent lab. And so everyone, I want to recommend that you check out the schedule, free classes, yoga, meditation, movement, breath work, uh, inner warrior training. What was and that? Now this week we're launching conversations. And now conversations. Amazing. We need that. We yeah. need to be like hanging out with each other. That's huge. Um, and so soon a, f a full schedule uh, will be launched. It's only going to just increase in its uh, sophistication and depth. And uh, that's myintent.org slash lab. So definitely check that out. And uh, when I put this up on YouTube, I'll put the link on the screen too. myintent.org slash lab. So is there anything else you want to just like any, any more pearls of wisdom or, or thoughts before we close? Let's see. I don't know. I've got my guitar here though. It's pretty Maybe fun. a little song. Um, what else is, I don't know. What, what's going, what's coming up for you in Ohio? Tell me about, I mean, you're in my hometown or not my hometown. Home but state. Like, home, like uh, my, you're in Ohio, right? Yeah. Like Cincinnati? I'm in Cincinnati. Yep. Where's Cincinnati? Westchester. Oh yeah, I my dad actually, uh, or my parents, they're in um, Blue Ash, Montgomery. Oh no, kidding! Whoa. Yeah, I grew up. I went to I went to uh, Sycamore. Oh, I knew that. I competed with you guys on the swim team. I I, yeah. I went to Milford, Lakota East, and Little Miami. I went to three high schools. Yeah, um, that's amazing. How how's everything in Cincinnati? You know, it's beautiful and um, comfortable and my family's doing really, really well. And uh, things are just getting better and better. Oh, wow. You know, Cincinnati yeah. is, and I think it's, I think it's um, considering how many people are unemployed and how challenging it's been uh, for people professionally and financially. I think Cincinnati's in a good space psychologically. That's great. So the mood is when you're out, if, I don't know if you go out, but if, you know, is the energy pretty calm? It's good. It's calm and it's happy. And um, oh. my friend is saying uh, that they have their family in Florence, Kentucky. Yeah, which is really, really close by too. Um, I think Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati is really resilient mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and very self-sufficient. Um, and uh, I think right now people, to be honest, people want to get back to work. Mm. People want to get busy. I think that there is a there is a sense that there's a that there's a widespread financial concern, which is mm -hmm. of course not limited to this area. Um, and so I I'm making myself available as much as I can in the ways that I can while I'm here. Um, but more how than long, anything, how long do you think you'll be there? I you know I'm really just following. Um, I'm following, not to be too religious sounding, but I'm following the Spirit's guidance on that. Um, because for me, you know, I'm finishing, I, I, just, I have a book coming out very soon, Meditations on Christ. I just finished another book, which comes out very soon. What book is that? Uh, that one's called Daily Mindfulness. And it's, it's, a, wow. it's 365 meditations. Um, and so it's like a calendar, you know. And, uh, and, and I'm in the middle of writing another book, uh, which comes out in October. So, 
So part of me is like kind of enjoying being here and being able to um, spend no distractions. Yeah, kind of being creative zone and and all of that, you know. Yeah, Donald says we need a Reiki teacher. Sure, DM me. Um, I'm at Chris Pan. And, yeah. Uh, or or send an email to lab at myintent.org and uh, give us your background and we'll we'll be in touch. Um, yeah. The last that's thing I should... for anyone who who might want to teach at the at the My Intent Lab. Yeah. Um, would lab at myintent.org. Yeah, we just we need stuff that's fairly 101. So we need to probably rename if we do a Reiki course, it'll be some we'll just have to like like Energy. instead of sound bath, we we call them listening parties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just mm-hmm. make it very easy for people to understand what it is. Um the last thing I'll share is right before this whole thing happened, I um started uh leading breath work or leading just kind of like inner warrior training um down in at the midnight mission in Skid Row. Wow. And one of the things that occurred to me, because um, I started, you know, there were about 25 people and I started seeing, even after the second week, there was like the quote unquote, what I call the front row. There were people that really connected. They dropped in and, you know, they came up after and they're like, oh my God, I've cried for the first time in a long time. Like what is going oh. on? And, you know, we reassured them that this is normal and this is actually really good. And, uh, and then I did a medicine journey where um, I was like, oh my gosh, I think that when, when we open up again, like I definitely want to take inner warrior training and do it there, broadcast yeah. live from there, train up a whole generation of folks from Skid Row who could go and do breath work at the prisons or at wow. other Skid Rows or other, you know, go to different cities. And from there, like from the city of angels, literally send um, healers out to the world. And that's kind of the vision was to use the midnight mission and the rest you know, rescue mission as a, almost like, you know, the soul cycle training. training. Right. Can you imagine like people who've been to the darkest of darks, they know how to take people out of it and they know how yes. to bring hope to others. Yeah. Who, Cause once you, get healing, once you get healing from something, you have authority over it. You have metaphysical, spiritual authority in that area. So that's yeah. really cool. I love so you. I, I love, I, the I'd way love you- to, I'd love to collaborate on the, um, like to do a prison outreach, you know, whenever we can do something, but to, to make it so we can help a lot of people who are, um, who have a lot of time and who need a lot of healing and support. Yeah, definitely. My friend is saying that she loved the inner warrior training yesterday. Oh, thank you. What was your so favorite keep part? Keep all the good work, Chris. Thank you so keep much for having. Um, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, and thanks for coming and thanks for sharing everything. And, and this is going to be up on YouTube tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah, so and you, thank you for uh, teaching. And we'll, we'll get we'll get you more classes if you're up for it <laughs> yeah we've got a new a new thing that i think we're going to be whipping up something that i'm normally that that's a lot right of the sunday thing right normally yeah let's do so, it so um we'll talk more about that okay thank you so and much we'll, uh, have a great day everybody yeah love you guys thank you chris love you're you the guys best. bye everyone i'm ben decker thank you for listening to mental health awareness radio subscribe for more resources to help you live a happier more fulfilling life Next time, join the conversation live by following me on Instagram at Benjamin W. Decker. Thanks again, and stay well.